Well, it looks like we might have a white Christmas, huh? I don't like the cold, I gotta tell you. And anyone that knows me knows that I love the heat and I love the sun. You know, one of my priest friends calls me solar powered. He just jokes that I, if I don't get my, my solar power in, I'm just not myself. And my mother could tell you from the time that I was a child in the wintertime, I used to go and lay in front of the windows and just lay in the sun like a dog or a cat, you know, <laughs> and just take it in as much as I could. But I'm training myself to try to love the, the cold. I, I don't like it, but I forced myself to get out in nature. So last Wednesday, last Tuesday actually, we had the snow, right? So we had five or six inches of snow and it was awesome. It was beautiful powder. So I said, okay, go out and enjoy this. So I went out and I cross country skied along the field over there, the high school there. And then the next day I came out and all my tracks were covered again with fresh snow. There's like another two inches of snow. So I cross country skied again and went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I came out and everything was thawed, you know, and it was like <laughs> 60 degrees and warm in Cleveland. And I'm like, okay, this is Cleveland weather for you. So I was beginning to enjoy the warmth again. And then all of a sudden, it's freezing again. It's like 18 degrees and we got snow. And, um, you know, the truth is my heart is made for the sun and I love the sun. I recently saw uh, the, the latest Disney movie, Frozen. And if you haven't seen it yet or taken your family to see it, it is a truly wonderful movie. But um, I couldn't help think of myself because I can't stand the cold and the whole movie is about uh, being frozen. So my favorite character in the movie is, is the snowman. Now I gotta tell you, I did all my Christmas shopping early. I've been done for like a month. Everything's been done. But uh, God, for some reason, does not give me homily ideas until like, you know, the night before. So. Last night at midnight, guess what I was doing? I had to get this Olaf for you guys, right? <laughs> so this is Olaf. He's my favorite character in the movie. If you haven't seen it, he's like the comic relief. And um, uh, very funny, wonderful character. Olaf is a lot like me, uh, he, except I'm not a snowman. Olaf can't wait until the winter is over because he wants to see the sun. So I'm going to play a couple of Olaf's lines here. I don't know, so you probably couldn't hear some of those, but hi, my name's Olaf, and I like warm hugs, he says. He goes, I don't know about you, but I love the sun and all things warm and all things hot. There's a part in the movie where he talks about he's dreaming of summertime, you know, and how he's going to lay on the beach and get a tan, and um, he's just talking about his love for all things summer, and someone finally says to him, Olaf, you don't know a thing about summer, do you? And, uh, you know, he doesn't realize he doesn't realize that if summer comes, he melts. You know, that if, if, if summer comes and the sunshine and the warmth comes into this frozen kingdom, Olaf will melt. And I want to use that as, a, as an image of Jesus. So think about us. All right, so right now, literally, we're in a frozen kingdom in Amherst. It's cold, it's freezing, there's snow coming. But really, our world is frozen. Our world has become a cold place, really our world has been handed over to sin. And our Savior desires to come into this place. He desires to be born. And so 2,000 years ago, in the little town of Bethlehem, our Savior 
came into the world and he was born as a child. Now what Olaf didn't realize is when the sun came, he would melt. What we often don't realize is that when God came into our world, God, in a sense, melted. What I mean by that is God, by becoming flesh, he humbled himself, giving up all of his power. He became poor and was born into human hands. And he was laid into a crib made of wood. And it would be 33 years later that he would be laid on another piece of wood. And he would be crucified and he would die. His coming into our world meant that he would melt. His coming into our world meant that he would die for us. Only so often we don't understand that. So the first image is that of Olaf. He's this one that just wants a warm hug. So that's the image I want to give you of God on Christmas. God is the one that just wants to give you a warm hug. God is the one that wants to, to hold you and delight in you and just uh, rejoice in you. But in order for that to happen, he had to become human. And when he became human, when he came into this world, he melted for us. And though Olaf was like the comic relief in the story, he was often the one of, of revelation. You know? So as the, as the story goes on, and I'll, I'll share two more scenes from it, as the story goes on, Olaf's eyes are opened into what real love is and to what ultimately what it means to, to, to be a person of community. So that's Olaf. The next character I want to introduce to you is the oldest princess. Okay? Are there any kids at this mass? There aren't any, huh? You're good parents. Oh, there's one back there. <laughs> Do you know who this is? Have you seen this movie? Elsa, thank you. Okay, so that was awesome. I'm coming back to you when I forget the name. This is Elsa. I'm telling you, the kids know about this, okay? So Elsa is the older sister. She's the older princess, okay? When Elsa was born, she was given this magical power. She was given, like, this amazing power to freeze things. Okay, so she knew from a very early age that she was given this gift. And there, there's a beautiful scene um, where Elsa is playing with her younger sister. What's the younger sister's name? Uh-huh. Anna, thank you, very good. <laughs> so Elsa and Anna are playing, and there's a wonderful scene where Elsa is discovering her power, and she's playing with Anna. You know, they're like two, they're, they're best friends, they're sisters, they, they're growing up together, and like all sisters, they play, you know? So there's this one scene where Elsa is, Anna's like jumping around, and, and they've made the whole room like an ice rink, okay? And so they're ice skating, and they're slipping and sliding, and then Anna jumps in the air, and Elsa shoots like a little frozen patch on her, so she lands on it. And then she jumps onto another one, and she shoots another one, and she lands on it. And then she makes a slide, so Anna goes down on the slide, and she goes back up and lands on another one, and she's going faster and faster and faster, and Elsa can't keep up. So she finally says, Anna, stop! Elsa slips, and Anna keeps running and jumping, and she's in the air, leaping off the highest part and Elsa, as she's falling, shoots her frozenness over to save Anna. But what happens? Right in the head. Hits Anna right in the head, freezes her, okay? So Anna's laying there on the ground, and she's frozen. And at that point, you know, Elsa, of course, calls her parents. Now, moms and dads, you've probably experienced this before, right? Your kids play, and the, the classic line, 
You're not, you're not happy until somebody gets hurt, right? I mean, you just play and you keep up in the ante because it's so much fun, right? So that's all they were doing. And Elsa discovers that with her power, she can hurt. And she hurts her sister. And she's devastated by this because it almost kills her. And they, they take her to like, you know, some gurus that, that heal her. And uh, they say, you know, we can heal her because it's only in the head. But if it ever hits her heart, if you're ever to hit her heart, only a true act of love could save her. And so Elsa, at this point, separates herself from the world. And she locks herself in the room and, uh, and she hides. And while she's hiding, this power that she has, this ice power, keeps growing and growing and becoming more and more un unmanageable and uncontrollable. And, you know, she's trying to, to, to hone it. And, and the more she tries to do it on, on her own, the, the less she's able to. And before she knows it, she's covered everything in ice. And uh, she actually runs away at one point and creates her own ice castle so she can be away from everyone and so that she can never hurt anybody again. Her heart becomes completely frozen and she shuts everybody out. And then she experiences isolation. And there's one point in the movie where she realizes she's created this entire kingdom of isolation. Sometimes we do that, you know? Sometimes we isolate ourselves from people. The truth is, you and I, we're born with power. We are born with these amazing gifts and power and energy that God gives to us. And sometimes we're afraid of it. And sometimes we try to handle things on our own and we, we lock other people out and we try to, to cope with it ourselves or figure it out ourselves. And the more we do it on our own, the more what happens? The worse it gets. You know, and before you knew it, that thing, that energy, that force that we're trying to control controls us and we become frozen. And we isolate ourselves and we lock people out and, um, and that's when we discover that, that we need a savior. We can't control our power on our own. We can't control our energy on our own. We can't control anything we do on our own. We need a savior. Because each and every one of us is given the power to love and to bring warmth into this world or to sin and to freeze the world. And ultimately, we need a Savior to show us the way. So that's Elsa. Then I'm just going to share my last story about Anna. So this is Anna, right? She's my favorite. Anna's like this, she's the, the younger sister and um, she grows up without her older sister because her older sister's locked herself in her room. And she remembers that they used to play together. So every day she goes to her room, she sits down on the door and she says, she knocks on the door and she sings this song. Would you like to build a snowman? And that becomes like the refrain every day. Would you like to build a snowman? And then three years pass by. Would you like to build a snowman? And then four years pass by and she's knocking on the door, knocking for Elsa to open up. And she never opens. And Anna will go on, you know, to constantly knock on the door, to constantly invite her sister out, to constantly invite her back into this, this childhood, this life, this joy. Elsa's a lot like Christ, you know, because we so oftentimes, I mean, not, not Elsa, who's this one? Anna. Anna's a lot like Christ because we so often, when we lock people out, when we allow our hearts to get frozen, 
when we allow our hearts to get hard, when we shut people out, when we give them, you know, the, the cold breeze or the cold stare, we block God out. And every day, God is knocking on our door. Would you like to build a snowman? He's not really saying that. He's saying, come out. Come and enjoy this life with me. Come and be with me. Come and enjoy all of this creation that I've made for you. He knocks on your door every single day, inviting you to come out. And that's the whole idea of this, this church. That's the whole idea of sacrament. That's the whole idea of Christmas is Christ knocking on our door and inviting us to come out. And maybe you've hardened your heart. You know, maybe your heart has become frozen. Maybe you're here because your parents dragged you or your wife dragged you or your husband dragged you. Maybe you don't even believe in God anymore. Maybe your heart has become so frozen that you've shut him out and locked him out. But like Anna in the movie, God never stops knocking. And not only does he keep knocking, but he keeps pursuing you, and every chance he gets, he is inviting you to come out. I'm going to jump to the, to the very last part of the story in the homily. Towards the end of the movie, um, Anna goes to, to this the ice castle. You know, she's trying one last time to bring her sister out. She's trying one last time to bring her back to the village and to the city, and she goes to the ice castle, and and, um, you know, her older sister by this point is so isolated that she doesn't want to speak to anyone. She's so afraid of hurting anyone that she just wants to keep herself away. And Anna doesn't give up on her. You know, and she says to her, you know, please come back with me. And they, they kind of get into like this verbal argument. And Anna's saying, I'll be with you. I'll walk with you every step of the way. You know, I'll walk down this mountain with you. We'll go back together. And, and Elsa finally stops her and she says, enough. And without realizing it, shoots the ice out. And instead of going to her head, it goes to her heart. And once the heart is frozen, what's needed for someone to live? Remember what I said before? An act of love, a true act of love. Now this is a Disney movie, right? So what does she need to do? She's got to find the prince, right? She's got to go find that knight in shining armor. She needs to have the act of love so that she can live. And she goes and she finds the prince and it turns out he's not such a good guy. She finds this other guy that she loves and it turns out that, that that's not saving her. And she's, been, she's beginning to freeze. She's beginning little by little to move slower, to grow colder. In the final scene in the movie, you, you see um, the one that she loves, this, this guy riding towards her, you know, and she's walking towards him because she wants to be kissed. She wants to be loved so her heart can become unfrozen. She wants an act of love. And at the moment, out of the corner of her eyes, she sees her sister Elsa on the ground, weeping, crying, alone. And of course, the, the villain is coming towards her with the sword and going to attack her with the sword. And here she is, ready to make a decision. She wants to live. She wants her heart to be unfrozen. She needs a true act of love, but her sister is dying. She wants to kiss the prince. You know, she wants an act of love, but she sees her sister dying. And so she runs to her sister. She stands in front of her. She goes like this. Her very last moment is of protection. She turns to ice. She's frozen. 
And the sword of the, the, the evil prince comes down and strikes her and the sword shatters and she's still frozen. And the older sister, the princess, walks up to her and puts her arms around her and embraces her and begins to cry. And as she's crying over her, as she's holding her, she notices something deep inside. Her heart begins to go, grow color. What was blue becomes red and pink. And uh, before you know it, life comes, comes back to Anna. Why? Because she experienced a true act of love. She laid down her life for her sister. She was willing to give up her own life to stand in front of her sister, to take that sword, to be frozen to death, so that her sister might live. She experienced a true act of love, and it saved her. You know, the thing is, for us, we're often like trying to run and find love. Like, who can I get to love me? Or, you know, if, like, if you think if you got like a high school or a college girl or even, a, even my, you know, some of my older siblings that aren't married yet, you're thinking about like, who can we get to love them? But ultimately, a true act of love, the love that will really save us, is not getting someone to love us. It's becoming love. It's doing what Christ did. It's laying down our life so that others may live. That's why he came into this world. That's why he was born. So I'm going to finish just with a, a recap and, and three kind of concrete points for you. Okay, so first off, Olaf. Olaf is the, the snowman. Okay? This is the symbol of God becoming man. And realize that when God became man, when he took on human flesh, from that very moment, he was melting for you. He was taking on sin because he loved you so much. So first of all, realize this Christmas, you are loved by God. And once you are loved by God, once you have been exposed to the light and the warmth, the thawing has already begun. Realize you are loved by God. The second one, Elsa. Is your heart frozen? Is your heart cold? Has your faith in God become frozen or cold? Have you shut somebody out of your life? Have you kind of locked the door on someone and, and said, I'm done with them? Because ultimately, every day, Anna is knocking at the door and God is knocking on our door and he's inviting us to come out, to come back to him. Has your faith grown cold? Have you been away from the faith? You know, if you've been away from the faith or away from the church, maybe this Christmas is your time to come back. Maybe something that will happen during Mass will soften your heart. Maybe you will have some twinkling or some stir or some belief that God is real and you'll desire to open your heart and open your door to him. And finally, the last and final one, again, is a little baby sister, Anna. A true act of love can, th can thaw a frozen heart. And so that's what I invite you to do today and, and for this Christmas, is not to think about, you know, what you can get from other people. You know, how can you attain love? The only way to save yourself and to save those you love is to love them. You know, and we hear that very clearly in the readings today. 
But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, the glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Remember this Christmas that you are loved by God. Remember this Christmas that if your heart is frozen, it can become thawed from the very moment of your baptism that thawing has begun. And remember this Christmas that ultimately a true act of love is not getting love for ourselves, but loving others. And if we do these, these things, we experience our world not as a frozen place. You know, we'll be like Olaf, the snowman, who desires that the light come into the world, that the warmth and the heat come into the world, even if it means that we will be destroyed. Because Christ came into our world to give himself. In just a few moments, on this very altar, we will experience Christmas. Christ is going to be born here, not in a manger, but on the altar. And I invite you, as you come forward to receive him, to let him thaw your heart. We celebrate this in Christmas, that Christ has come into the world, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace.